Well, it's been a while since we've dropped in on the Easy Aces to find out what's going on. And to review, the Easy Aces was an American serial radio comedy that aired from 1930 to 1945, and it was created and written by Goodman Ace. The show featured Goodman and his wife, Jane. The program was known for its low-key humor and its ability to find comedy in everyday situations. The show revolved around the lives of an urbane, put-upon realtor, Goodman, and his malaprone wife, Jane. Their witty banter and absurd storylines kept listeners entertained for 15 years, even though it wasn't a radio show blockbuster. It was, in fact, the first KMBC program to become a network radio show, which was a big deal. The opening theme, Manhattan Serenade, set the tone for this delightful comedy, and despite its unassuming style, Easy Aces built a loyal audience and remains one of radio's most respected comedies. We're going to hear two back-to-back episodes. In the first one, Jane's brother, Johnny, is unemployed, and Jane manages to buy him two suits. And the second part is how Goodman reacts to the fact that Jane bought her brother the two suits and he had promised to pay her back, and he doesn't have a job. Ace is not so sure that he'll pay him back. So as two back-to-back shows, 1945, The Easy Aces. You are listening to Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program. My name is John Lovering, I'm your host, and thanks for listening. I do appreciate it. another visit at the home of Mr. and Mrs. Ace, known as the Easy Aces. As it might happen in any typical family, the problem now at the Aces is brother-in-law, Jane's brother Johnny being the bone of contention. It's after dinner in the bungalow. Jane is in the kitchen, but we find Mr. Ace looking over some bills as Jane's best friend Marge, who lives with the Aces, sits by. Listen. What do you suppose this is all about? What's the matter? This bill. Oh, Jane, got to extravagant again? It's not Jane. It's that brother of hers. What, Johnny? Don't be silly. What does he need with you with all the average millions he's married to? That's what I want to know. Look at this. Two flannel suits delivered to John Sherwood. There it is. Now, if that guy's starting his old tricks again... Oh, be reasonable. With all the money Alice has... Be reasonable. Here he is in black and white. And what's this? Okay, by Mrs. Ace. 
Well, if Let me see that. Wait a minute. I'm going to get at the bottom of this. Now, James! Don't start an argument before you know what the facts are. Stay out of this, Marge. I don't need any better proof than this that she's up to something. James! This doesn't make sense. Why should he need your charge account? That's what I'm going to find out. Uh, did you call me, dear? What is this? Not now, dear. I'm busy washing dishes. I want to get finished so we can go to a picture. What is this? Oh, what is this? I haven't got time to play that silly game now. I can't guess those things oh, anyhow. Well. Honestly, <laughs> the things you think of. I think it's priceless. Uh, play it with Marge, dear. And don't call me in the you middle of... You sit down there. But I have to finish washing the dishes. Sit down. Isn't he the most... I have here in my hand a bill for two flannel suits delivered to John Sherwood and okayed by you. Oh, that? Yes, that. Two flannel suits, $80. Now, you take it from there. Big pardon? I want to know all about them. Oh, well, one of them is a blue one. That's the one I thought he looked best in. Uh, Johnny likes the gray one better no, because... Say, I don't think he's interested in that phase Will of... Will you me. stay out of this, Mars? Yes, Mars, stay out of this, please. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes, Johnny likes the gray better because it's lighter. I mean, the color is lighter than the blue. He thinks blue is too dark for summer. But I think blue with light ties is very nice. That's why I made him get the light ties. Uh, that's on another bill there. He got light ties. Yes, and a few other things. You know, odds and evens. Odds and evens. Marge, can you stay out of this? I'm sorry, sir. Well, anything else, dear? Well, I don't know. Was there anything else? No, that's all I can think of. Ties and a pin for his collar. You know, a few nicknames. (laughs) Yes, I know a few nicknames I could use right now. Well... Well, don't you want to ask me why he charged them to us? Why he charged them to us? No, I don't want to ask that. You don't? No, after all, he's your brother. But I thought you'd be mad or ask me why. (laughs) Mad? Oh, the ideas you get. Mad because your brother charges a little thing like a couple of suits to my account? Me, his rich (laughs) brother-in-law? Sarcastic, huh? Oh, now, wait a minute. I think I'd better step in here whether I want it or not. But, Marge, we told you to stay I out. know, but I can sense the storm brewing, and I'm going to try to get to the bottom of this thing before my friend here bursts a blood vessel. Now, Jane, how come Johnny's charging things again to Ace's account? Well, I'll tell you. But you're going to be surprised. Are you ready? I'm holding on tight. You, dear? I'm numb from the other surprises. Well... Well, here's the whole thing in a shell hole. Johnny hasn't any money. See, I told you you'd be surprised. Surprised at Johnny for not having money? Well, I mean now, especially after he married Alice. You mean they're not giving him any of that fortune? Well, if that isn't a coincidence, that's just what I said to him. I said, how can you not have money, I said. And he says, well, just because Alice has all that money and because Mr. Everett has so much money, but that's no sign I've got it, too. And then I saw what he meant. It hit me in the face like a flash in the pan. They weren't giving him any money. Oh, but that's silly, Jane. I don't know what the procedure usually is, but, well, when a guy as penniless as Johnny marries a wealthy girl like Alice, they have to see to it that he has enough money to live up to the position he's in. Why, it's preposterous. That's just what I said. Only I said ridiculous. Well, it certainly is. You and me both. Uh, Come on, dear, you join in. Well, anyhow, I said to myself, I said, well, they're not going to do that to my brother. 
our children that he can have just as many things as anybody. And if they won't give him the money for it, well, I thought I'd charge everything. Oh, but then I don't think that's fair for Ace Oh, to have no, to do... no, just leave me out of it. I, I want to hear the way she's telling it. Go ahead. You just thought you'd charge everything. Yeah. And you did. Well, I wasn't going to let them do that to my brother. Mm-hmm. And I know you wouldn't want them to do it to your brother-in-law, would you? Yes. Sure, so I said... Yes. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I'm afraid we're going to have to get down to facts here, Jane. What do you mean, yes? Oh, what I mean doesn't matter, does it? After all, you're the big mogul around here. Well, I am when it comes to my brother, whatever that is. Of course. You're the chief. I slam you. If you do, if you lay one finger on me. What? Oh, are I you... say you do. Settle down. I want to get at the facts here. What facts? What other facts are there? Johnny has to live up to the Everett Mansion he lives in, so I have to pay for it. Before he was married to a wealthy girl, all I had to do was supply some old suits of mine, some of my worn shirts and spending money. But now he's living up to the Everett Millions, and it seems that I Just have... a minute before you start making speeches. Well... James. What? How long has this been going on? Old man Everett financed Johnny's honeymoon trip around the world, didn't he? Don't tell me Johnny paid for that. I don't think so. Maybe he hitchhiked. What? Oh, stop. Of course Mr. Everett paid for that. But now Johnny's back and settled down, and you mean to say that he doesn't give Johnny any money, or Alice doesn't? Well, he hates to ask him. Oh, but he doesn't hate to ask me. Oh, but they're strangers. His wife is a stranger? Oh, that's preposterous, Jane. Besides, he shouldn't have to ask them. They should realize that he's, well, he hasn't any money, and that he needs a lot of it now to run around with that crowd. They ought to give it to him without his asking. Oh, well, they said they'd give it to him. What? I don't get this at all. What do you mean they said they'd give it to him? Well, they said they'd give him a very good salary. A salary? Oh, now we're getting somewhere. It's the old story. They want him to, uh, I hate to say this word, uh, work? Yeah. Yes, that's what I thought. And, of course, Johnny doesn't feel he ought to work. Is that it? Well, it all depends. It all depends. Yes, on what kind of work they want him to do. He told me all about that, too. It's because Mr. Everett owns so many different kinds of businesses that Johnny just can't make up his mind what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so he charges two flannel suits to my account. And... So they want Johnny to earn his way. I suppose that's asking too much. Not at all. <laughs> when did all this come up, Jane? When did you find out about Johnny's not having money? Oh, all? I knew that all the time. He told me, but he said to keep it in my hat. Not to say anything to anybody about it. You mean it. since he got back from his honeymoon? Oh, yes, right after he got back. But the working part, I mean about making him go to work, that didn't happen until day before yesterday. Not till day before yesterday? Yes, after all that excitement about Abbott in the diamonds. And Johnny happened to say that he was going to miss having a ballot like Abbott to help him get dressed and everything, so Mr. Everett said he wanted to have a hand-to-mouth talk with Johnny. Hand-to-mouth talk <laughs> <Yes>. with <laughs> Go ahead. Well, they talked, and Mr. Everett asked Johnny what he was going to do. And Johnny said, about what? Because going to work was the furthest thing from his mind. Mm-hmm, naturally. Oh, hush. Will you let her tell this story? Yes, dear, don't keep interrupting. Now, go ahead, James. Well, you could have knocked Johnny with down with a fender. Mm, there's an idea. When Mr. Everett said he wanted him to go to work, Johnny just looked at him a ghost. He says, work where? And Mr. Everett said, any place. And the first thing you know, they had a long talk about it. And what came of it? Uh, they pardoned. Well, what was finally decided? Oh, 
Nothing. Johnny's thinking it over. Thinking it over? Yes, what he should do. Well, it just came so sudden. What came so sudden? Well, somebody asked him to go to work. Oh, no, that didn't come suddenly. He's been asked that since I first met you, and I understand his father asked him that on the average of twice a day for five years before that. Oh, well, father, that's different. After all, it's like his own son. Like his own son, (laughs) Yes, but Mr. Everett, well, if it wasn't for Alice, Johnny wouldn't even have known Mr. Everett, much less having him ask him to go to work. Oh, Jane, you're not sitting there and telling us that you think Johnny shouldn't go to work. Well, like Johnny says, it all depends. Depends on what? Depends on what kind of work. Oh, he's choosy now. Well, Mr. Everett has all kinds of businesses, like the department store and the bank. Oh, the department store isn't big enough for him to fool with, is it? Well, what kind of work would he do there? You wouldn't expect him to just start out selling things like anybody else. Oh, no. I think he ought to start at the top. Has Mr. Everett made any suggestions, Jen? Yes, that's what I've been telling you. He wants him to go to work. Oh, I know. But has he said what kind of work Johnny should do? Oh, no. He just said to do something. Then it's up to Johnny to decide what kind of work he should do. Or if he should do any. He has to think it all over. You mean he may decide not to go to work at all? Well, he thinks it might be bad to start working. It might give my ideas that he ought to work all the time. Well, isn't oh, that Jane, awful. I can't believe you're in favor of his not working. Well, I wasn't either before I talked to Johnny, but he explained it so good. Oh, he can explain anything, that one can. But he doesn't get any sympathy from me in this case. Well, you don't think he ought to go to work in that department store, do you? Well, what's the matter with that? But Marge, he's Alice's husband. Yes, that's all he is right now, Alice's husband. Why doesn't he make something of himself? What's the matter with the job in that big department store? I suppose he thinks he fits better into the Everett Bank. Well, that wouldn't be as bad. I suppose he knows all about banking. Well, he understands about money. I wonder if he understands where he could get $80 to pay me for these two suits. He wouldn't go to work in the bank just for that, would he? Well, it all depends on what he would have to do in the bank. And besides, like he says, he hates to start working, and then they'll expect him to work all the time. Mm, a president, you mean? Or even vice president. Or even vice president, <laughs> that all. <laughs> well, it looks like Jane's brother Johnny is in a tough spot. And unless he goes to work, it looks like Mr. Ace will be on that spot. We learn Johnny's side of the story when next we meet the Easy Aces. Ladies and gentlemen, easy aces. Johnny, who married the millionaireess Alice Everett, finds himself financially embarrassed. There's no money forthcoming. They think he ought to go to work at one of the many Everett Enterprises. It has terribly upset Johnny's plans for a life of ease. This episode takes place after dinner and is in alternate scenes.
between the Aces bungalow and the Everett mansion. But first, to the Aces, where we find Jane and Mr. Race. Listen. Well, where is he? If he fails to show up here tonight, I'm going over to that Everett home and give him a piece of my mind in tone so loud oh, dear, that please. I've had about enough of his big ideas. Everybody works, but it's not good enough for him. Dear, I wish you wouldn't start hollering. I'm not going to holler. I've got a ten-minute talk with flies I'm going to give that boy. Why, it's a disgrace. He marries a girl, and what a girl. What a chance to make something of himself. And what does he do? He goes right back to where he was when he was lying around here, sponging off of us. Well, this is a showdown. I can't get over it. Old man Everett wants to take him into the business somewhere, and he... Why, he ought to be tickled to death. Oh, if Mr. Everett wasn't such a tight rope, he'd give him some money. Listen, Jane, Mr. Everett is one of the most respected citizens in this town. He started from nothing and built up uh, an empire of business. He could afford to let Johnny lie around and take life easy and go on being his son-in-law, but he wants to make something of him. He wants to have somebody to, to leave his big business to when he's gone. He's an old man. He doesn't know how much longer he can go on being active. Well, Johnny says... I don't care what Johnny says. He's not saying anything tonight. I'm doing the same. The old man gives him a trip around the world for a wedding gift. That was silly right there. Johnny should have gone right to work. He could have had a lot of sugar by now. Sugar? Yes, he ought to be salting it away. Salt? Well, dear, why don't you make up your mind with me? Well, there he is. Well, I'll let him in. Now, please be friendly. After all, I just... I'll be friendly, all right. Oh, dear, I know something's going to happen. Uh, yes, just a minute, Johnny. Well, I thought you'd gone out. Hello, Johnny. Hi, what's up? Hello. Why the message for me to come over? You sounded like it was urgent. I sent the message. Oh, hello, old boy. Hi. I'm fine. That's good. Well, what's on your mind? What's wrong? You have no idea, have you? No. What are you talking about? Well, he saw the bill. Just a minute, Jane. I know how to handle this. Oh, I think I see what it's all about now. Kind of got peeved that you advanced me enough for a couple of suits and some odds and ends. Advanced you, huh? Sure, that's all it is. You don't think I wasn't going to pay it back? Yeah, like you paid back everything else you got here? Oh, that was different. Those days are gone forever. I'm in a different position now. You in a position? Yeah. Uh, the position being Alice Everett's husband, I suppose. Oh, so that's going to be your attitude, is it? Because I asked you to advance me a measly 80 bucks for a couple a of... A measly suits. 80 bucks? Why, the idea. Realizing that spot I'm on and you want to start a family row over $80. Why, the very principle... Well, that's not the principle with me. It's the money. I don't want to talk principle to you anyhow. In fact, I don't want to talk to you at all after this, but I'm going to have my say tonight, and you're going to hear it. Well, if you're going to start preaching for $80 as if I weren't going to pay you... Oh, you thought of paying it. I suppose you know where you could get $80 just offhand. Where I could get $80? Don't you see? It's not $80. This thing is much bigger than that. There's nothing much bigger than $80 right now. Oh, is that so? I suppose you think I can't pay it. Oh, now, don't make me laugh. All right, I'll show you. Eighty dollars, sir. Johnny, where did you get all that money? Or what money? Look at the way she stares at a hundred dollars. That's because you don't think in terms of big money. Eighty dollars, sir. Forty, sixty, seventy, eighty. Here, take it. Count it. Where did you get this? Where did I get? Who do you think you're talking to? A guy that's down to his last cent? You don't think that chicken feed like that? That's chicken feed. Just because you paid the $80, there's no reason I'm going to have not have my talk with you. Now, you listen to Oh, me. no, you listen to me. 
Oh, Father, it's such an embarrassing and unbearable position for me to be in. I know it, my dear. I sympathize with you. Why, only this evening I had to give him a hundred dollars so he could stop by and pick up your new golf club. But he insisted he wanted to do it. Of course, he always insists. He wants to be nice. But if he didn't have the money... He doesn't stop to think about things like that, Father. It is so awfully humiliating for me to have to give him money as if he were a child. Dear, what are we going to do? Well, Alice, we've told him what we expected. Yes, I know. It's not asking too much, is it? I think he feels that starting to work at the bottom the way you want him to will... Well, it's a, it's a sort of a come down for him. He's been golfing and partying around with all our friends. But is it so terrible to start learning a business from the bottom? I did it, my dear. Well, I understand, Father. It's just that Johnny doesn't. Has he said anything about his plans? I try to make him talk about it, but he just keeps saying it's going to turn out all right and for me not to worry. But you do worry, my child. Well, how can I help it? And it's all our fault. We started him off wrong. That trip we uh, got... Yes, that was a mistake, quite definitely. Uh, but you wanted it, too. Oh, I'm not putting the whole blame on you, Father. We're both to blame. He must be made to realize that there is something more in life than just pleasure. When you both came back home, I, I was never so happy. I could see you were very much in love. Oh, I am, Father. Oh, of course you are. Then I waited. I thought perhaps he would come to me and, and have a heart-to-heart -heart talk. Man to man, tell me that he realizes the position he's in and that he wants to come into the business somewhere. It would never occur to him. Yes, I realized that uh, after a week or two. And then after this, this highly unfortunate complication with his valet, I felt I had to say something and to say it sternly. I did. I tried to be as, as fatherly as I could. I know you did, and I love you for it. And he hasn't said anything to you at all? About working? Yeah. I told you. He keeps saying that things will turn out all right, not to worry. But things are not all right. Not as long as I have to hand him money. Have you given him money often? Oh, no. This is the first time. Well, how does he manage? Uh, wasn't that a new suit he was wearing this evening? Yes, it was. He brought home two of them. I asked him about them, and always the same answer, not to worry, that things are going to turn out all right. But, my dear, this can't go on forever. I should have spoken to him tonight, after dinner. But he was in such a hurry to go somewhere. Yes, he went to his sister. They called him about something. Do you know, Father, sometimes I think they're to blame for all this. Uh, they? Yes. Nonsense, Alice. Mr. Ace is a hard-working and very earnest businessman. I'm sure if he understood the boy's position, he would agree. Oh, maybe he would. But the sister... Uh, no, no, my I dear. I can't help it. I can't help but feel that they think they've married him off to a, a gold mine, and they expect him to dig for gold. And he certainly shall dig for it. I'll see to that. What do you expect me to do, take a job digging in the street? It wasn't hurt you. Oh, now, dear, you don't mean that. And neither does he, digging in the street. He knows what kind of a job it is to go to work for old man Everett. I know I'm not going to work at any kind of a job just for the sake of working. If he wants to offer me something pretty big... Pretty I'm... big? What qualifications have you for a big job? What do you know about big jobs? What kind of a big job did you have in mind? Oh, there's any number of big jobs he could give me. I'd even thought that what he needed is a public relations man. I could do that. 
public relations? What's that? Uh, he's a relation of old man Everett, and he wants the public to know it. You see, you can't talk sense to him, yes, James. You think his stance has turned down a job offered to you by Mr. Everett? I haven't turned down anything. I haven't had the right kind of a job offered me, that's all. You don't expect me to start in as an office boy. Not for me, you couldn't. But if Mr. Everett wants to take that chance... There he goes again. You just saw that you didn't get to harp on that $80 you spent. Oh. Kind of took the wind out of your sails, didn't it? Thought you were going to give me one of those lectures. Again. Yes, and you're going to get it. Oh, no, I'm not. We're even. I don't owe you anything. I just paid you. And now that I know your attitude, it won't bother you again for a favor. I'll say you won't. In fact, if it'll make you feel any better, it won't bother you at all for anything. We never did have the same idea. Thank heaven. As long as I've known you, you had an aversion for work. Your father had the same trouble with you. So you came on here and lived off of us for a long time. Now that you've got a chance to make something of yourself, a chance only a guy as dumb as you could be lucky enough to get, you turn it down. Who said anything about turning it down? Well, you're not taking it, are you? I'm taking my time about going into yes, anything. And while you're taking your time, you're charging suits and ties and things like that to me. I paid that back. That's all over. We understand each other now. I understand you. I doubt if you'll ever understand me. All right, all right. Listen, Major, I want to say a few things I to don't you. want to listen to any of your lectures. I don't need advice of talking to from anybody. I know what I'm doing. You talk him again, Father. Oh, of course I will, my dear. But I'm afraid it will do little or no good. He's a young man with some very young and definite ideas. Mm, don't I know it? When we had our first talk, I tried to explain to him that there was a place waiting for him. I tried to show him that eventually there would be a bigger place. And in the long run, it would all go to him. After all, my dear, I... I can't go on as actively as I have been for very much longer. Oh, Father, of course you can. Oh, no, no, Alice. You have years and years ahead of you. Uh, yes, yes, my dear, I know. But your happiness is my first and only concern. Darling. And your happiness is now at stake. I can see your worry. I've seen it for some time. He must be made to realize me. I'll wait up and talk oh. to him tonight. Father, if you... Spoke to him gently. Maybe he could understand. I'll try, my dear. You know, I think what Johnny needs is a, a kind and gentle handling, something that'll appeal to his heart. Be gentle with him, Father. What you need is a good shellacking. Oh, I do. Yes, your father never gave it to you, I understand. Yeah, well, maybe you'd like to try. Well, Don't you hit him, dear. Don't you hit him, Johnny. Don't worry about him hitting me. Oh, Jane's going to have her hand full keeping peace unless something is done. But something is done, as we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces. I'm completely operational, and all my circuits are functioning perfectly. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye.